Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And a good Sunday morning to you as we await Jim Gilbert's call for Nature Notes, brought to us, of course, every Sunday here on CCR Radio by our friends at Cardinal Corner and those folks down in uh, Jordan, Minnesota, that make the best patio furniture in the whole world. And that's by the art. We'll talk with Jim about that. Uh, wonderful products there, and uh, hear from Jim in just a moment. In the meantime, of course, today is the day we celebrate Mom. I know a great store with some pretty doggone unique gifts that any nature lover mom will love. Denny Long from my friends Lee and Pam at their beautiful store for nature lovers. Cardinal Corner. Have you been there yet? If not, if you have, you know what I'm talking about. They have actually two stores full of unique and beautiful gifts for mom in addition to the gorgeous birdhouses and bird baths, they have gifts of things like a home decor, women's accessories like purses, scarves, jewelry, plus kitchen items, and so much more. Most of the items, by the way, made right here in Minnesota by Minnesota Crafters. You've got to see the store to believe it. Again, they have two locations. And I mention this all the time, too. At the Cardinal Corner, they have, without a doubt, the freshest bird seed around. Mom's going to simply love a gift from Cardinal Corner. Bring her over there today. And, and by the way, you, you can help mom subscribe to their monthly newsletter. All kinds of tips and stories. All you do is uh, subscribe online at cardinalcorner.com. Stop in. See Lee and Pam in West St. Paul, Butler and South Robert. Uh, Amy's at the Newport Center. You can call them. Uh, here's their phone. I always like to talk with you. 651-455-6556. Or visit them online at Cardinal Corner. Dot com. Cardinal Corner, it's more than just a birdseed store. There he is. Good morning, Jim Gilbert, and happy Mother's Day to Sandy. Oh, thank you, and happy Mother's Day to your Sandy and to all the moms listening out there. Wow. They got a beautiful is... day today. Oh, yes. You know, 49 degrees, so it's cool. Um, mostly sunny. The, and Lake Waconia is calm, so I'm calling from the northwest side of Lake Waconia, about 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis, I'm listening to morning doves cooing, lots of, lots of Baltimore Orioles singing this morning. It's just glorious. really is. And Oh, yes. Common purple lilacs and crabapple trees are just starting to bloom in southern Minnesota, so people enjoy the visual beauty and fragrance of those blossoms this week. Sunrise was at 546 this morning. Sunset 8.33, and Denny, that gives us 14 hours and 47 minutes of daylight. We're gaining about two and a half minutes of daylight each day and have gained 17 minutes of daylight since last Sunday. And as of today, exactly six hours has been gained of, of daylight has been gained since December 21st, the winter solstice. We still have 49 minutes of daylight to gain by the June uh, 21st, which we call summer solstice here in the northern hemisphere. The normal high for day is 69, normal low 48. 
do you have the Twin Cities temperature? I there? do. 48 is the official temp. 48. How about that one? Okay. Records for today, March 13th in the Twin Cities, high 92, set in 2007. Low, just 29, set in 1953. And on this date, in 1902, 1935, it snowed a trace on the Twin Cities. And just to show, because there are people, you know, some people have had adequate rainfall, but there's places around here that are dry, like like us. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the Waconia area. You know what? The record amount of rainfall for this date, um, 0.98 inches, 1962. And if I go way back to the Pioneer records, one inch, and 1,200, so 1.12 inches on this date, 1867. So, you see, it's hard to break a record. And, um, you know, people think, oh, yeah, there's been three inches of rain this date. There, you know, it's not that common. Anyway, the waning crescent moon rose at 509. Now, Danny did not see it because he was already at work. That's right. Here, <laughs> yes, in this concrete building, yes. <laughs> yeah, and sets at, at 627. Our next, um, this, e- this evening, next full moon is May 29th. Now, there's a planet Venus that is really bright. And, you know, just soon, is, is it, you know, after a half hour after sunset, maybe a little bit more, it's really, really bright in the, in the west southwest just look up uh, you know i don't know two handfuls of of that would be about um 15 degrees up and you'll see this bright planet venus in the west we are in what i call the emerald green time with many tones of green uh in the landscape from new leaves on trees such as native sugar maples basswoods bur oaks white oaks Eastern cottonwoods and more, and shrubs like elderberry, serviceberry, uh, red osier dogwood uh, that have just leafed out lately. And Denny, I I gotta ask you about Sonoma Valley, but I but I do want compare what it was like when you left and when you came home. Didn't what was you know, it, it much greener when you came home? Oh, it, it it was definitely greener here, but the temperature it's maybe not amazing. But the overnight lows we had, you know, upper 40s, let's say, give or take, was the same as in Sonoma. The Santa, we were staying in Santa Rosa. And, yeah. uh, and, this, and the daytime highs were pretty close, low to uh, 72, 74. Always, and the grapes evidently love it when it's kind of misty and foggy overnight in the morning. And then that sun breaks out, and it's a beautiful. We had beautiful weather all the way through in a great group. I want to mention that uh, I want to stay, uh, thank Steve Thompson. For, uh, for filling in, too, for me. We well, had a great time, but you're right. It was a lot greener. As you were flying back to the Twin Cities, you could see it, and especially when we got Steve home. Steve and I, had, we, had, we had fun visiting, too, just like you and I do. But, in, but um, did, when you were, did you get to walk among the grape plants at all? Oh, yes. You know? A lot of opportunity to do that, and great gardens, and uh, it really it was just a perfect trip. You know, grape. Grapes have very tiny flowers, just these tiny green really? flowers yeah. clusters. And when they're in bloom, they're very fragrant. So maybe you miss the bloom. I don't know for sure. But, but um, And then 
almost immediately after that, you start seeing these tiny, tiny grapes forming. It, it's just, it's just incredible, and then they form into these these clusters. And oh. uh, and they're they're so they're so conscious of uh, organic, and uh, they're they're well, they're farmers and ranchers. Let's face it, that's what they do. Yeah, and, uh, and it, it, we just had a great time. Uh, great I, folks. I Always loved have... your ex- <laughs> I loved your explanation yesterday on the year I was listening. <laughs> we had a great. Th- oh, by the way, just before I left, we left on a trip. Steve, our, our friend Steve Murphy, my colleague here at CCO, mm-hmm. said, "Denny, this is for Jim. The ice went on to Lake Nokomis this afternoon, April thirtieth. So I wanted, I wanted to get that in. Nokomis, uh, April thirtieth. Thank you. Thank you, Steve, okay. for that. <laughs> yes. Steve. What else do you have, Jim? Well. Farmers throughout much of CCO land have been busy with soil preparation and planting uh, corn, soybeans, and other crops. And this is especially, of course, in the south and the west. But um, many of us have been happy to see migrating Baltimore Orioles, rose-breasted grosbeaks, and ruby-throated hummingbirds back at our feeding stations. Remember to spare the dandelions. I'm the opposite of, of what you hear on so many ads, but this is important. Save Save the dandelions because we're saving the bees. Uh, the, the, the common dandelion flowers right now, especially, you know, now during spring, are a critical food source for many honeybees and other pollinators. And believe me, we need these pollinators. Many people put grape jelly out for Baltimore Orioles that have recently returned from Central America. Other birds seen at grape jelly feeders include orchard orioles, house finches, red-bellied woodpeckers, gray catbirds, scarlet tanagers, and yellow rump warblers. I've been asking people, what are they seeing at their grape jelly feeder? At our sugar water feeder, we have been seeing, of course, ruby-throated hummingbirds. Baltimore orioles come, too, to the sugar water feeder. And we've got this downy woodpecker that keeps coming and drinking out of the, um, oh, it's, a, it's an oral feeder, really, but the hummingbirds come, too. Jerry and Barb uh, Jetwell from Northfield watched a Tennessee warbler drinking out of their hummingbird sugar water feeder many times this past Thursday. Cape May warblers will also come to sugar water feeders. The greater prairie chicken males dance on a lek. That's a, a flat area of land. Uh, in far western Becker County, and sharp-tailed grouse can be seen and heard displaying on a lek near Bawabic. I have received several reports of newly hatched out Canada goose goslings swimming between their parents and up on grassy areas feeding on new grass blades. That's their food. Nearly all Minnesota lakes have lost their ice covers, Big sheets of ice were still seen on Mille Lacs Lake yesterday. Also, ice was going out of Rainy Lake yesterday. That's Rainy Lake's right on the U.S.-Canada border. The ice out date, date for Lower Whitefish Lake, that's in Cass County, was last Sunday, May 6th, according to Dave Chandler. Caribou Lake, a few miles inland from Lutzen and the north shore of Lake Superior, was out this past Tuesday, May 8th, according to Scott and Brenda Benson. Lake Vermilion, I saw, was also May 8th. That's in the northern part of St. Louis County. This past Wednesday the 9th was ice out for 
Capitogama Lake in Voyager's National Park. And John Kostermeyer reports that the ice out for Leech Lake this year was Wednesday, May 9th. If you, if you know, if any of our listeners, any anybody who'd like to report an ice out for Minnesota Lake, note the date when it happened. It could be a week ago or two weeks ago now, but note the date when it happened, when at least 90% of the ice was gone from a lake, and then include the name of the lake, the nearest city or town, and of course the county the lake's located, and send to the Minnesota State Climatology Office. Now, their website is, is pretty easy. It's climate, C-L-I-M-A-T-E, and put a dot, and then U-M-N for University of Minnesota, dot E-D-U. I'll do that again. Climate, dot U-M-N, dot E-D-U. And you can use that website to find ice out dates and, and all kinds of neat information about Minnesota climate. Do you have time for a little more here? I think we do, sure. Except if I can find my paper. <laughs> I have so much stuff here. Well, you know me. what? Let's do, while, while you're searching, let's talk a little bit, because I know Mom would love maybe a gift card. If you didn't give Mom anything for Mother's Day, and maybe you're planning on doing that this week, head to Buy the Yard. Jim and I love this furniture, and, and I don't know about you, Jim. I get people asking me once in a while, and they do ask at Buy the Yard. What what is it made out of? I mean, you say milk jug. Well, milk and I water know. jug. Oh, crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's milk high jug. high density. They call it HDPE. It's high density polyethylene. Uh, some people say, "Well, that's a composite." No, they use no fillers in their lumber. Uh, they've got a UV inhibitor. Think of that, I guess, as a a sunscreen. You know, SPF real high, but it it doesn't. Uh, it does two things really, as Jim knows, because he's had his furniture outside for years. It prevents discoloration prevents the sun from breaking down plastic. I know, Jim, you and I have talked about this, not for a while, that it takes Mother Nature, just think of one plastic milk jug, takes to break down that one jug 450 years. Isn't that something? I know. Yeah. I know. And they've got swivel, swivel flex chairs. They've got all sorts of styles and colors. If you have any other questions, I, Jim and I urge you to visit their showroom. Give you so many good ideas, and it's a quick drive down 169. And if you want to look at their website, a lot of folks do that too. Uh, just get on the web at buytheyard.net. Buytheyard.net. See what Jim and I have told you about every uh, Sunday for so many years now. You're going to love that. Leave it outside. You're in and you're out. All right. What else do you have, Jim? You know, I was just, I was just thinking. I, I was. I was just watering a little bit yesterday, and I just squirted our, our green. <laughs> we have all green, you know, 10 pieces or whatever. It, it, and it looks so nice. And I know that some of those have been there eight, nine years. Oh, I bet. Yeah, and ours even the longer than that. Yeah. Still looks brand new. Check it out. It's a good, still a family-run business, too, a CCO well, land company. Yes, great stuff. Mary Brislance reports from Lutzen that yesterday was the day the ruby-throated hummingbirds first arrived. That's always a neat thing, up, especially especially up north. Um, there, I don't know. I seem to see more ruby-throated hummingbirds up north, although there are people that feed in the south that have dozens coming, too. Um, at the University of Minnesota Landscape Arbor, located along State Highway 5, a couple of miles west of Tanhassen, more than... 20 species of wildflowers, including the large flower trillium, wild ginger, several violets, white trout lily, wild blue phlox, 
and even the first jack-in-the-pulpits are up and blooming. Eastern redbud, magnolias, rhododendron, plum trees, and the first crab apples are blooming. Matt Shute, naturalist Matt Shute, led a hike in the Arboretum yesterday, and they saw 30 species of wildflowers blooming, and they saw 57 species of birds. Incredible. Last evening, Matt Shute's book, Nature at Our Doorstep, won a Midwest Independent Publishers Book Award, and that that book was published by Norton Stillman, and and uh, John Torn was the editor, and they did such a nice job in that book. Uh, take a look at one at a bookstore sometime. That's Nature at Our Doorstep. On Thursday, May 10th, Mary Norman from Waconia observed 10 rose-breasted grosbeaks and 8 Baltimore Orioles, well, 8 Orioles, including one of them was an orchard Oriole, and many white-throated sparrows in her backyard. This is all at one time. Yesterday, Keith Radle from Fairbolt saw and heard redhead woodpeckers uh, near where a pair had nested last year. He also spotted a pair of brown thrashers, and the male was singing. And he says, PJM rhododendron is blooming, and the shrubs are full of beautiful lavender flowers. Mayor Ray and Marlene Simon, who live on the edge of Northfield, report that 29 bird species are coming to their feeding station, including Baltimore and Orchard Orioles, Indigo Bunting, and um, Eastern Towhees. Ray is a beekeeper, and yesterday the honeybees were busy visiting the wild plum and scarlet elderberry flowers. Joe and Joanne Adelman from Owatonna report that yesterday a nest of northern cardinals hatched. Bruce uh, Schmiesek from Montgomery saw a dozen bobwhite quail this past Wednesday the 9th, just a mile out of town. Jim Hubda, who lives on the shore of Little Rock Lake near Rice, reports that crocuses are blooming in the garden. And yesterday he took the lake's water temperature for the first time this year, and he got 56 degrees. And by the way, the water temperature here on Lake Waconia was only 49 yesterday at the Inton Marina. And they had people going out fishing, and of course the walleyes in the northerns were biting. And talking about fishing, Captain Rob Herring from Optimum Charters out of Duluth took his first group out fishing, the first one for the season, Friday, May 11th. And the surface temperature of Lake Superior was 38.1 degrees. They were fishing in 30 feet of water off Park Point, and they caught a 32-inch lake trout and three coho salmon. Diana and Dave Herring live on a farm near Waterville. Uh, Dave got the soybeans in a week ago. They had a half dozen male Baltimoreos coming to their grape jelly feeder, and on Tuesday the 8th, the first female arrived, and Wednesday, an orchard oreo arrived. Kim and Lori McIntyre, who Coney report that male rubrithoid hummingbirds have been there in numbers, and just just a few days ago, females returned. And Baltimore is very numerous, and two pairs of scarlet tanagers have been coming in, in their yard just the last few days. Well, we are just about out of time, oh. Jim, but I don't want to, I don't want to, maybe you can call in a little earlier next week, but I, a couple of uh, text messages I wanted to bring to you. Yeah. Uh, great bird week. Nine to 10 Baltimore Orioles at one time, six to eight rose-breasted grosbeaks, pair of indigo bunnings along with hummingbirds, goldfinch, cardinals. That comes from Lynn in Shoreview. So I wanted oh. to get those. Oh, and how about this? 
Now the monarchs are as far as Iowa. So we can wow. see the first one this week. That's according to Elizabeth Howard from Journey North and Julie Brophy. Wow, we're, 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 we're coming along. Oh, and first, morel mushrooms out. Oh. Trump over is from Faribault. So look for morel mushrooms. And he saw 134 species of birds in one day. That was on May 10th. Oh, I should say. I know. Isn't that something? It's amazing. All by himself. He started at 4.30 in the morning and ended at 7 p.m. Got to run, Jim. Call me next week. Let's uh, okay. let's do it again. Thank you so Look much. And have a good Bye. week. Happy Mother's Day to your uh, Sandy uh, and all the moms out there. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.